If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with Inner Sight. Today's topic is the Festival of Goodwill. And before we explore that topic, I just want to let you know that we have a gift for you today. And uh, we'll be talking more about that later in the show. Uh, And also we have to give credit to Alice Bailey, the founder of the Lucis Trust organization. She wrote 24 volumes of literature. I guess they might qualify as being spiritual philosophy literature, and all the dialogue that you hear on this show emanates from the works of Alice Bailey, as does the following thought. The hope of the world lies in the development of goodwill, not peace as the world is usually interpreted, as the word is usually interpreted, but the cultivation of a spirit of goodwill intelligently applied. Can you tell us something about the Festival of good of Goodwill? Yes, it's the third of the three spiritual festivals. We've talked uh, in past programs about the Festival of Easter, which is the great Western Christian festival, the Festival of Wesak, which is the great Eastern festival that's observed by Buddhists worldwide, and which, uh, as we pointed out in the Ageless Wisdom uh, teaching, is seen as a, a festival in which not only the Buddha, but his brother, as he is called, the Christ, cooperate together to release uh, the forces of enlightenment into humanity. Now at this third festival, uh, the Festival of Goodwill, the Christ... uh, representing the spiritual hierarchy or the kingdom of masters uh, releases the energy of pure love into uh, humanity and um, all of these three spiritual festivals recur each year they form what is called the higher interlude of the annual cycle this is the time of year these three festivals when spiritual stimulation is said to be the most um, uh, acute and um, uh, powerful and these three festivals coincide with the three full moons uh, of Aries, Taurus and Gemini 
those of you who are astrologers, don't call us up and tell us that these are actually the full mm-hmm. moons of Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but because the Age of Wisdom regards the position of the sun as of real spiritual importance and not the moon, they are called in the Age of Wisdom the festivals of Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. Those of you who aren't interested in astrology, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> So at this uh, festival of goodwill, the, there's an element of release, wouldn't you say, of of completion about the um, flow of energy that's poured into human consciousness. Yeah, this energy was, as you recall from from our discussion on the Wesak festival, uh, <coughs> actually was released by the Buddha um, and received by the Christ. Uh, at the Wesak festival, and then it's been been held by the Christ in the hierarchy for the period of one month uh, to be released at this time of the festival of goodwill. And this is the time when uh, the Christ and the hierarchy <coughs> come together and uh, distribute this energy actually into human consciousness by using the uh, energies of of the the mantric sounds of the great invocation. And that brings up a a day that's been observed since 1952 worldwide that coincides with this festival of goodwill. It's called World Invocation Day. And it's a a day um, to be observed this year on June 14th throughout the world when the Great Invocation is sounded um, in churches, in gatherings, meditation gatherings. It's posted in newspapers. It's distributed in print. It's sounded over radio and television stations worldwide and in many of the 75 languages that the Great Invocation has been translated into. That's the prayer that uh, ends each of these programs for those of you who listen regularly. And um, so it's it's known, uh, you could say, exoterically or in its outward form as World Invocation Day. And it's a day of worldwide prayer and appeal. Um, what I find interesting about this festival, which is called sometimes the Festival of Humanity as well as the Festival of Goodwill, is that it depends upon the active engagement of humanity's cooperation to be effective. Uh, the writings of Alice Bailey say that the forces of uh, reconstruction are released at this time. These are spiritual energies that foster the rebuilding of the outer aspect of life on earth the institutions the um, the you could say the objectified living of our world uh, are stimulated by these inpouring spiritual energies and the energy of goodwill is probably the strongest building energy that is available if uh, humanity has the will to use it. And certainly the world right now needs a considerable amount of reconstruction, oh, yeah. even at the physical level. But Especially when you think of <coughs> the war in Iraq and mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. And uh, not only at the physical level, but there needs reconstruction at the in the mental level too because uh, certain ideas have to be reconstructed which uh, will lead to uh, a more 
balanced and uh, peaceful world. I think people probably aren't accustomed to thinking of ideas as um, something that is cons- something that is constructed or that is um, a form. But in fact, ideas are what are called thought forms. They are constructions of our minds, and they guide and mold the whole pattern of our thinking. And Absolutely, and it's it's in fact uh, the constructions and reconstructions that uh, go on in the mental processes of human consciousness that uh, are the most uh, potent, really, mm-hmm. and the most effective, because that's where all the building really begins. And this was the great discovery of the Buddha when he made his enlightenment. He he attained release from the grip of desire and from the grip of the material plane and from the illusion that we are separate from one another, separate from our fellow human beings. Uh, all of that was... It, he was released from the grip of all of those forms and probably the most conditioning and powerful forms are those ideas that we live by that we think make up the reality of the world many of them are erroneous and need to be discarded right there's a lot of many of them are just <clears throat> now glamours and the illusions that we've created around ourselves and uh, uh, these have to be broken down and uh, rebuilt in a new way. And that's what uh, lies behind the release of these forces of reconstruction at this festival. So it's a festival of goodwill. It's also the festival of humanity because humanity has to do this reconstruction uh, on the physical plane. That's where our responsibility comes in. The inner divine uh, powers stimulate our capacity to do this reconstruction, but ultimately it's up to us to rebuild the world we live in. You hear the word goodwill a lot, and it's almost become a cliche, phrases like peace on earth to mm-hmm. men of goodwill. So we hear these references to goodwill very often, but what does it really mean? Goodwill is really a tremendous potency, but one that's been undeveloped basically within humanity. It hasn't been recognized as a real potency. Too often goodwill is thought, I think, of as kind of a passive, reactive position, a kind of um, empty um, but harmless response to the world, when in fact it's a conditioning and creative force. It's uh, humanity's first attempt to express love mm-hmm. and that's that's comes from the writings of Alice Bailey it's a rather unique way of looking at goodwill because uh, it is our first attempt to express divine the energy of divine love in the world and it is a very constructive energy it's a building energy that is needed to build right relationships because these right relationships are the forerunners of peace. Everybody is striving and crying out for peace in the world, but until there are right relationships between all peoples and nations, uh, there won't really be peace. And um, goodwill is, is something that we can all begin to experiment with in our own personal lives. If you think of a particular relationship or a particular problem that you have, either with another individual or with a group of people or with your coworkers or whatever, try considering 
the resolution of that problem through your own efforts to bridge the gap or cleavage in understanding. In other words, make the effort to go out to that person or that group with an attitude of positive, constructive, healing energy. Not to settle a score, not to put anything right, simply the energy of goodwill that crosses the gap between you. You might be amazed at the response. One classic example occurred when Anwar Sadat, the president of Egypt, went to Israel. Egypt had been at war with Israel in the 1968 war and again in 1973. And finally, having had enough of war, Sadat made the very courageous decision to go to Israel and meet uh, with Begin. And it was an astonishing expression of goodwill, I think, and it led to the signing of a peace treaty that has been observed till this day. And you can apply that same kind of creative bridging um, commitment to resolution of conflict in your own life and probably in a multitude of ways. Stop trying to settle a score. Stop trying to be the one who's right and just be the one who makes the first step toward uh, a new beginning. And this this goodwill doesn't just occur, this doesn't pop up uh, out of the blue. It, it has a divine connection. It has a divine source, and it's the source of goodwill is what they call the will to good, uh, which is uh, a divine energy that emanates from the highest uh, spiritual point on this planet, from that center called Shambhala. It's the will to good, the will that builds for the whole and not just for the part. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today is the Festival of Goodwill. And uh, our gift that we mentioned uh, to you earlier in the show is a booklet, and it's called The uh, the Westsack Festival. And uh, you'll find a lot within that booklet about uh, the theme of today's program, and that is goodwill. So just give us a call. We'll be happy to uh, send out uh, that gift to you. Just ask, once again, ask for the Westack Festival booklet, and the phone number is a toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. LUCIS is L-U-C-I-S. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis or one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. We really need your help. Your help, although we enjoy doing these shows and we certainly uh, love the topics of discussion and sharing uh, some insights with all of you. We certainly need your help. And these uh, radio shows are quite expensive, and sometimes people just send a small amount of money. That's appreciated. And Larger amounts are as well, um, but uh, whatever you send, we'd greatly appreciate it so we can keep these programs uh, on the air for you. And all of the work of uh, the Lucis Trust, including this radio program, is funded by the voluntary donations of people like yourselves who support the goals of the Lucis Trust. We are not endowed, nor do we have a wealthy benefactor. That's not to say that we don't want one. There's a wealthy benefactor out there, and you like the values set forth in this show by Sarah and Dale, by all means, uh, become our wealthy benefactor. Uh, But by and large, it's the um, people like yourselves out there in the listening audience who help us out with the show. We depend on the donations, large and small, of individuals. 
So please give if you want these programs to continue on the air. Donations can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, that's Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And to order our books, uh, cassette tapes of the radio shows, or a schedule of our meditation meetings, or a package of general information, contact us once again at one 866 6958247 and uh remember to ask for that uh, gift that we mentioned uh, the uh the Westsack Festival booklet where you'll find uh, uh some further information about goodwill which we're talking about today. In what ways is goodwill working out in the world? Well, I think you can see um a lot of examples of it. One of the Interesting examples of goodwill that I encountered this week reading about the the war in Iraq. I think this is an example. Maybe you won't agree. It was kind of a strange thing I read about in the papers. Um, there was a problem surrounding a mosque in one of the cities in Iraq where the imam who had been imprisoned by Saddam's uh, government for some 20 years asked the uh, U.S. troops that were in the area to give him protection uh, within the mosque. So they did. The troops approached the mosque with the, on the request of the imam, but he had forgotten to tell his people. And the townspeople, who had been receptive and positive toward the soldiers, suddenly became disturbed. And a crowd started gathering around the mosque as these soldiers uh, were present. Uh, and things became very um, uh, disturbed and uh, threatening. The, the people were unhappy. They didn't think the soldiers should be anywhere near their sacred mosque. It was one of the most sacred sites in Iraq. Well, the, as the newspaper described it, the, the commander of these troops got a microphone in the midst of all this unrest and the, this crowd that was gathering and very calmly said, soldiers, drop to one knee and point your gun to the ground. And so all the soldiers dropped to one knee, pointed their guns to the ground, and their officer said, now smile. And to me that's hilarious because it's such an American thing to smile. Uh, my European friends tell me Americans smile too much. But those people stayed on their knee with their guns pointing to the ground, smiling, and the whole situation evaporated, the tension evaporated, and it was okay. And I thought, well, hilarious as it must have been to witness, maybe that's an expression of goodwill on a very basic level, having to do with body language and with all the symbolism that frightened people can muster up to display harmlessness. Mm -hmm. uh, we can all mull over that and think of perhaps more creative ways to express goodwill, but Another aspect about goodwill is that it reveals cleavages. It's not all smiley faces and reaching out hands across uh, the ocean. It can reveal cleavages, according to the writings of Alice Bailey. Yes, and also it can reveal uh, the great love that is in human heart. Uh, I think of the the um, you, you asked in the question, uh, how is it working out in the world today? And I, th I think those examples again back in in Iraq of the uh, the, the um, relief agencies that mm -hmm. are doing their selfless work there, 
uh, the providing food and medical supplies, you know, the Doctors Without Borders and the um, Red, Cross. Red Cross and the Ch um, Save the Children and all the other Catholic relief organizations that are providing selfless service to uh, the very basic needs of these people. And uh, there are, these are just a few examples of world goodwill, of goodwill, the energy of goodwill manifesting in the world because um, there, are, there are countless numbers of examples like this all over the world that are, are happening. And we have to take these into our hearts and know that humanity is good in its heart. Another aspect of goodwill that I think needs emphasis is that it's not passive. As I said before, it's a creative energy. It's something that, as I understand it, human beings have to learn to muster up, so to speak, in their own consciousness, in their own attitudes, and apply. Whereas the desire for peace can often be quite passive, a kind of helpless, hopeful waiting, but in a sense rather negative, in that it doesn't um, attempt to redirect or control or... Uh, reconstruct. It's a more passive waiting for the cessation of conflict. Goodwill, on the other hand, is a creative bridging force that can sometimes be expressed even in the very midst of conflict. That's often when it's most powerful. Conflict has a way of creating a space for goodwill if we could recognize it. Um, and I think we can only make sense of that by experimenting with it in our own lives. The next time there's a conflict of any sort, try to remember, try to have the presence of mind to be a force for the resolution of conflict rather than deepening the, the schism. That's where it really starts, is with the individual. And uh, it, it's a thing you don't have to think about only in theory. You can begin to apply it in your own daily life, in your family, towards your family members and your friends and co-workers. Uh, as that example uh, that you gave earlier about the the troops uh, <coughs> kneeling down and smiling, <laughs> smile is a smile is kind of a universal mm -hmm. language that everybody in the world understands, mm -hmm. and uh, you don't need that. That's why. They couldn't speak the same language mm -hmm. between the troops and the Iraqis, but they all understood a smile, mm -hmm. and it, um, it conveys a tremendous amount of information there and uh, love. The writings of Alice Bailey speak of goodwill as the saving force of the world, and she wrote that it is, in fact, the only thing that will save the world, meaning that whatever redemption is possible for our poor, troubled world, it'll have to come through a change in human hearts and minds and through human beings taking the initiative to put things right. And I think we can see that so sincerely and ardently underway in the world. There's a lot that's wrong, but there's so much good being demonstrated by so many groups. The ones you've named... Um, the humanitarian groups, we can see it though in all fields where people are really trying to redeem the circumstances that they're in. We see it in the field of economics, 
in science, in education, in religion, in culture. You see people engaged in trying to establish bridges with others, trying to redeem old conflicts, trying to um, collaborate, to understand, to overcome the separation that uh, has existed in whatever field you're speaking of. You can see great attempts being made. And to me, this is the hope of the world. Sometimes they get it wrong, but a lot of the time, incrementally, progress is being made, and I think we have to believe in that. And that's one of the reasons why we have this celebration, this festival of goodwill at this time of the year, because these are the those very strong energies are available to work with in meditation, and they help strengthen that and stimulate that love that's already in the human heart all the more. So uh, that's, that's one reason why the great invocation itself, which we say at the end of each program, is so vital and so needed because it invokes the very energies of love and light into the world um, so that we can use it. Yeah, the great invocation itself is such a tremendously potent formula for energizing the goodwill in the world. Uh, people may not realize that if they worked with the great invocation on a daily basis, they could do so much to strengthen the expression of love and goodwill in the world and and ignite it as a little flame within human hearts. People long for peace, and we've heard such a cry for peace, and it's perfectly understandable. We do all want peace. But for peace to exist, I see it as more of an effect or an outcome when there is, in fact, a true goodwill present in the world. Mm. So rather than praying for peace, I think we should work for goodwill. And every one of us can start within our own circumstances. Every one of us has a set of relationships and a, a set of problems that we are dealt. And we can begin to apply goodwill in those problems and relationships by being the first brave one to take a step toward the other, whoever the other is. Make an effort, and I think you'll see that the response that is evoked more than meets your own initial step. People, most people are decent at base and hungry for a chance to overcome cleavages. They just don't know how. So one has to make the effort. And I, I think there is a great uh, transformation in the process of happening here in the world, and uh, this is what we also have to be aware of. It's it's not we're advocating goodwill, not just because it's a nice thing to do, but it's because there are tremendous things on the horizon for humanity, tremendous responsibilities, and uh, new um, new ways of living together in our interdependent world and that are just over the horizon and so this goodwill expression of goodwill does have a purpose in mind that is far reaching and again the uh, the meditation meeting for the festival of goodwill is when the first no, june no it is june 14th, 14th. June 14th. <laughs> Only off by two weeks. 
<laughs> well, I'll remind you again. <laughs> Thank you. June 14th uh, of this year, and uh, just call us up, and we'll send you information about it. Should we limit our goodwill? I, as I listen to you, I'm intrigued by the uh, power of goodwill, but should we limit it to friends only, or should no. we goodwill to our enemies as well? Especially to them. <laughs> really? Because then they can stop being enemies. Well, I guess like Christ said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Uh, or bless your enemies. They're yeah. your greatest teachers. Okay. Once again, if you want that gift, we'll be happy to send it out to you. Uh, please just give us a call. Ask for uh, the booklet called The Wessock Festival, where you'll read a lot about goodwill and other interesting topics. So give us a call at one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. It's one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven to order the gift or the easy way one eight six six NY Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis um, website www.lucistrust.org. You have been listening to. Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.